Boom, we're live. Hey, welcome back, Disruption Nation. I'm your host, Taylor Wadehofer. Very excited today. Got a uh, band, Travis Brown, side hustle king in the house. We, in a second, are going to, uh, this is kind of behind the scenes, okay? We're, we're about to uh, dive into a lot, okay? So, uh, coach, social boom, what that is, three calls per week, very inexpensive. It's not a 5, 10K, you know, investment situation. By the way, he's got a free program I just got recently at a podcast conference, the biggest in the world in Dallas, uh, 1 million views in 90 days from zero, right? So <laughs> good stuff. He, he killed it on stage. Welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of your experience. And it was awesome meeting you in person. Usually I don't meet people in person for years after being on a podcast and we've reverse engineered that we've met in person and now we're doing nice. this virtually. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I saw him on stage, gave a great message, was talking with his hands a lot. I make a lot of videos and his content. Our message was, um, you know, videos, how to make videos and just, in depth, which I appreciate it because I'm like, man, this is, this is, this is what I do. You know, when I, when I go into, into video mode, content creation mode. So grabbed him after and I was like, Hey man, can we make a quick video? And so we did it, you know, a little 30 second rip and, 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 and anyway, so, and here we are. So thanks for your time. I appreciate yeah. you being on. Amazing to be here. Where, where are you by the way, right now? <laughs> I am in beautiful Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. And it is most famously known as the home of Wayne and Garth, if you're old enough to know Wayne's World. So sure. um, Absolutely. love love the Midwest, love all the seasons. And, you know, the Midwest brings out that blue collar, you know, person. So I would consider myself a, you know, a hard worker. And so these are all my people out here. Yep. Nice. Born and raised there or... Uh, I was actually, yeah, born and raised. I lived in St. Louis yeah. for a little bit, so I've always been Midwest. I dream about the West, you know, I dream about the beautiful weather, but, you know, I've got family here, so my roots are deep. You get, you get to the beach on the West Coast some, or? If I can, yeah. I mean, I'll take any chance I can to get to the beach. <laughs> I'll blame you. All right, cool. Well, um, what were you doing before? Because you said podcast before we were talking. You said 15, about 15 years doing yeah. podcast. Yeah. So my journey's uh, my journey's all based off of uh, being completely unafraid of failure. So, you know, in my experience, most people don't go after their dreams because they've made up some excuse in their head of why it might not work or if it fails or what people will think. And, you know, I just don't care what people think of me. I, I think more about what I think of myself than what other people think of me. Now, of course I take that into account, but it's my superpower is being able to say, Hey, I want to try this. I'm going to, I'm going to experiment with this, even if it doesn't work. So I was working, uh, I was actually a professional musician, a gypsy living out of a van, touring the country, partying my buns off, playing shows to groups of a thousand to, you know, 10 people the next night having a blast. And at some point you have to give up the Peter Pan dream that you're going to be a rock star. So I got, I got myself a big boy job and I used to drive an hour, uh, there and an hour back. So two hour round trip commute to a cubicle. I called it the cubicle of death. Cause I just, at that point, yeah, kind of, kind of hated my life, you know? And so this is around 2000 and I want to say six, I somehow got a hold of a podcast. I was listening to success magazine CDs in the car. I turned my car into a mobile classroom because I knew that if I didn't do anything, 
I was going to be stuck going to this cubicle, working for this terrible boss. And I just didn't want to end up one of those stories where I just kind of grinded it out till retirement so I could have fun. So at that time, uh, I had a, a lot of audio experience, audio engineer, made records, did all this stuff. And I heard all these podcasts and they just sounded terrible. And I was like, maybe there's something here for me to pivot to from musicians to helping podcasters. Cause there's a lot of similarities there. We're telling yeah. stories and songs and we're telling stories and podcasts. So uh, I went to a, a, a mastermind dinner and it was called the most interesting man in the room dinner. And I met this guy and I told him, yeah, I'm a podcast producer. I just made it up. I just said, yeah, I'm a podcast producer. And he's like, oh, I really want to start a podcast. I'm like, great. Let me, yeah. Let me help you start your podcast. So I started with him and I started helping him and producing and learning the podcasting industry. And uh, from there, he told somebody who hired me and then they told somebody who hired me. And, you know, 15 years later, I've launched hundreds of shows, produced thousands of podcasts just because I opened up my mouth to say, yeah, I'm a podcast producer. Right. And to date, that same client I still have. He has millions of downloads and he even got an HGTV show from his podcast. So um, that that whole experience was putting me behind the scenes. OK, and. Uh, at some point I maxed out on clients cause I had a full-time job and I would come home and I would edit all these podcasts. I didn't have any time. And so I was listening to all these guru guys telling me that I would need to just sell while I sleep. So you need to make a course, right? So I make this course really extensive on podcasting. Didn't really ask anybody if they wanted it. And as part of the launch, uh, marketing, Anybody who bought it, I was going to send a deck of cards with 50 unique questions that I curated myself that I would use at dinner parties that I would use um, just to, like if there was a lull in a conversation and they were really effective. And wow. so I launched this course for 500 bucks or 497, right? And nobody bought it or like one person bought it. And so I started yeah. to panic. I started to panic. I'm like, well, you also get this deck of cards, right? I'm really trying to pump it up. And people were emailing me saying, I don't want the course, but can I buy the cards? And so at first I was like, no, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a deck company. You know, that's not what I do. About the yeah. 10th or 11th email, I said, all right, people want these decks of cards. <laughs> I, I called it pod decks and I printed one deck. It cost me $35 to print one deck, Okay. Yeah. I took that deck and I made a little video on my phone and I ran it as an ad on Instagram. And in one day I sold a hundred units and I was like, that must've been a fluke. And then the next day I sold a hundred and the next day I sold a hundred. So I turned it into a company, a six figure business selling decks of cards with questions for podcasters. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, yeah. and so, so that was one of those things where it's like, you have to listen to what people want and, my course completely failed, right? Most people will be like, oh, I'm a failure. I can't do anything again. And I'm just like, what's the next thing, right? So then fast yeah. forward a little bit, Poddex is doing good. And I have this thought, Taylor, someone's going to steal my idea. I'm just one guy. I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm just making this up as I go on. Yeah. And so I said to myself, and this is a really good lesson for all business people, is how could somebody put me out of business? What would they do? And when I thought about it, I was like, they'd probably make it an app, right? Because it's like, you don't have to ship anything, the logistics, the sourcing. 
And so yeah. that's what I did. I, I built a mobile app. I'd never built one before. I have, you know, it was my first ever app. So I built an app. And through that process, I started to put myself out on social media because I had all this knowledge for 10 years that I had hidden behind the scenes. And now I wanted to sell this product, but I needed to bring some value to the table. So I started telling people how they could podcast better, how they could improve their shows, you know, all the things I knew from helping my clients grow. And that's when I really got in tune with the power of social media. And, and, you know, some people will call it a personal brand. Some people call it being an influencer, all this stuff, but really we, you and I both know, especially in real estate, people buy from people, right? They buy from yep. people. So when that happened, I started studying social media. Cause I'm like, I want to get as many, I want to make as much impact as I possibly can. And so I built up a huge account and people would ask me all the time, two questions, how do I grow an audience and how do I make money? How do I grow an audience and how to make money? Nobody wanted me to teach them how to start a podcast, right? So uh, you know what I did? I said, okay, great. I'm going to start coaching people. Now, these are all, all these steps along the way, the lesson, and I know this has been sort of a long-winded story, You're but good. all these lessons is nobody certified me to do anything. Nobody, uh, you know, even if something failed and I've had many failures in my life, I just learned from it and moved to the next thing. So I don't, I think of everything we do as entrepreneurs, as right. personal brands, as experiments. I've never met a scientist that told me, oh yeah, I'm a failed scientist. No, they're just a scientist and they just do experiments, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. if the experiment fails, they find a new variable to test, right? So I like to think of these <laughs> as experiments. And if you think of yourself as an experimenter, yeah, you can never fail because you're just testing things. So uh, fast forward to now, um, I've figured out social media quite a bit. And now, I can, uh, now I'm giving back to all those people that wanted to learn how to grow and monetize. I'm teaching people how to really put themselves out authentically. I'm teaching them how to create irresistible offers and actually sell just through their phone. And it is so much fun. I get to, like my big goal, Taylor, is impact, right? I don't need millions of dollars. I have everything I've ever wanted, but I want to make a huge impact. I want people crying at my funeral because I changed their lives. So that's, that's what's brought me here today. I'm from punk rocker to, I don't even know what you call me today, uh, hopefully an inspirer. Yeah, I love it, man. Well, so I know the values in the video, you know, uh, we're, we're somewhere there, right? I was, I was, I was, I was, uh, admiring you on stage. I, I love the message. And, and then, you know, so, and you mixed in with that where people could download. So obviously you can offer that, you know, right now, if, if the, as long as that wasn't just a, a sure. Dallas movement podcast you yeah. know, on stage during a keynote special, but um, you know, but the 1 million views in 90 days from zero, that's uh that's epic. I think that'll, you know, raise the eyebrow to, to most people, right. To at least take a look at. And um, by the way, I'm yes. pretty Talk about that. Talk about that. Yeah. So basically, um, I've submitted to podcast movement every year. They never picked me to speak. And uh, this year they picked me. So I really, uh, I've, been, I've been to a lot of these events and most, that was most, most of the presentations. Yeah. Standing and rolling. Yes. Most of the presentations are veiled sales pitches, which drives me crazy because 
if somebody pays for a ticket to go to one of these events, they're looking to learn something. They're looking to benefit themselves, right? And yes, you might have a product to sell, but it's really shady to me to to make your presentation a veiled sales pitch. So I went in with the thought process of, I'm not going to sell anything. I'm going to jam pack 45 minutes of absolute insane value, rock the house to show everybody that I'm the best presenter here, okay? Now, my music background helps me because I've rocked lots of stages, so I have a little more confidence, I think, than the average bear. But my presentation was how to go from zero to a million views, okay? And video content, video is not new. Video is not the future. Video is right now, okay? And short-form video content is king. TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts. And so... I've been studying the industry to try to figure out a method. And I said this in my speech, if you're trying to buy something from somebody, ask them what their method is, because if they don't have a method, they don't have a business because you need to have a method in order to get a result. So uh, I developed a method that I used on my own account and all of my coaching clients accounts to get millions of views organically without buying any ads or buying likes or boosting anything all through value-based content. So that was what I got to present to the podcasters because podcasters need help getting pushed out there. Actually, come to think of it, everybody needs it. Real estate agents need it. Dentists need it. Every brand needs to be in front of where the eyeballs are, which is looking at their phones on social media, right? So that was my uh, presentation. And if I was going to break it down for you, if you're interested in in breaking out in social media, uh, there's three phases. There's three phases that you need to look at for getting millions of views. The first is really that you need to have a broad enough niche that you can reach millions of people. You can't talk about like dog footprint art you know, and reach millions of people. It's just not a big enough category, right? You need to be like real estate or you need to be, you know, something fitness, something that's a huge niche. And the first step is simply doing some simple research. Okay. If I was going to have you buy a lottery ticket and I said, you can either guess all the seven numbers or I will give you five of the seven numbers and you just have to guess the last two, which ticket would you buy? Yeah. Right. The, the shoe in for sure. Exactly. So research lets us see from a video standpoint, what's already working, which gives us that five number on the ticket advantage over somebody who's just showing up every day and guessing what to post on social media. And this is no offense to anyone. Most people are guessing. They don't really know that they need to research. So we do some quick research, right? And we figure out what's working. And typically this is based off of a hook, all right? So the hook is the first thing you see or you say in a video. And it's the first thing you hear in a song, the first thing you hear on a podcast, right? This is a hook because we wanna hook people's attention. And once we have some hooks that we can test, then we test the hooks with our topics until we see a pattern of what people are resonating with, okay? And from there, we go into a consistency mode, which is once we know what's working, we go all in on what's working, okay? And this is the three-part method that allows myself and all my clients to get massive reach. You know, I got 90,000 followers in six weeks off of basically four or five viral videos, right? So, you know, it changed my life in a few ways, more opportunities, speaking opportunities. I got to meet you, right? Like from from Instagram, right? So, you know, there's so much that can happen. And the funny thing is, is I found, I sell two 
two high ticket courses. One is how to make your first $10,000 and one's how to get your, get the most, get a million views in 90 days. Now it's five to one. People would rather have a million views than $10,000. It's crazy because it's status. It's authority. And it's all those things wrapped into one. And I know I'm just going on and on and on as your guest, you're the host. I'm going to, I'm going to throw you back. back I'm going to keep asking questions anyway. It's going to keep you talking. So yeah, that's that's how this goes. So well, which one? Are we going to elaborate on uh, um, between the, you know, between those two? And yes, it's it's people want a million views. They'd rather have a million views than the money. They'd rather have the status than the money in the bank. And so what that tells me is that you know the importance to the average person is that they'd rather be seen than have the money in the bank. They'd rather have the status. They'd rather have the opportunities that come from having the views than the money, which is, which is actually surprising to me, you know, because I think I might take the 10 grand, you know? <laughs> right. I, <laughs> I know that's true. I, I think overall same, but I mean, the little blue check on Instagram and, uh, yeah. and then, and then, and, and that's why, like, I mean, you know, not to dive deep, but we can, if you want to, you know, elaborate on, on NFTs, like, I mean, you know, people want that, that is that, that is a, that's a flex, right? That, yep. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's a it's flex. Just, yeah. It, it, it opens doors. It, it opens the, doors that a bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It opens doors. Sorry. It opens doors that a bank account statement won't right? like blue check. You know, I mean, uh, I just went to Vegas. Right. And like the, the, you know, a couple people that I talked to, I, I would ask them, what do you do? And they're like, you know, they tell me what they do and they ask me what I do. And I tell them and I tell them how many followers I have. And then the whole conversation changes. They're trying to give me stuff. They're trying to offer me stuff because it's this uh, veiled appearance that you're more important than you really are. Now, I love my community. I love my followers, but you know, I think that the value that I pr- provide in my content is worth more to me than, than any number is, but it's nice to have because I'm getting brand deals. Now I'm getting opportunities now. And I didn't do anything special at the beginning of my speech and podcast movement. I'm not young. I'm not handsome. I'm not smart. I have no business degree. I have no marketing degree. There's nothing special about me that separates me from doing it and you from doing it. And the, any average person can do it with their phone. You don't need a fancy camera. You need research, test the formats and consistently go all in on one format. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and so we did, like I said earlier, you know, 30 second, 45 second video together and, uh, you, and you, and you sandwich. Cause I, I said, Hey, you know, this is your daily disruption. That's my short kind of, you know, yep. video title. And I'm like, but today you're not going to get it from me. You're going to get it from Travis Brown. And, uh, and then, and then I, and I said, and I asked, I think I might've asked you, he's like, why do you like making videos <laughs> right after you got off stage? I'm talking about videos, making videos. but, but you did it in 45 seconds, Dan. Like, so, so I'm just, I'm, my, my, my question is kind of, you know, combo, you can go longer if you want, but, um, but values and video, I mean, you, you talked about why they're important, but, uh, and the hook is important. But I mean, the, the, I guess the main, the main uh, goal for you when it comes to the value that's because you, I think in that 45 second rip, I remember you said the word legacy, right? And uh, oh, yeah. that's, that's is, is important to you with what you're doing. And, and I, I feel the same way, right? It's like, I, I have a journal I keep for my boys, my sons, but you know, at the same time, like, I mean, shit, they might not even want to read pen ink on a paper when they can just, let me just scroll back and look at maybe some of my dad's shit if, if, if they wanted to, you know, maybe they'll give, they don't even care. But, but anyway, yeah. so you. Your, your, your thoughts on just, uh, you know, value and, and video. And yeah. Because I don't think so because it, I think people are uncomfortable sometimes because like, what do I say? Well, I mean, 
just dumb it. I mean, I'm like, if you dumb it yeah, down, it's so, really not okay. So short form video content is kind of like an elevator pitch, right? You have a small amount of time to bring something to the table to somebody because people expect short videos. Now on Instagram, we can do up to 90 second videos. And I don't know how well those perform because of attention spans, but think of it like this. You're flipping TV stations on the channel in the hotel and you're flipping, flipping, flipping until you see something that catches your attention and you stop. This is the same behavior that people have on short form video content. They flip their thumb until they see something that catches their attention. Okay. So the reason it's so important for everybody, if you're in a business or not, is because one, it's you showing up. All right. And you're talking to the camera, which is already more magnetic. We are biologically programmed to look for faces. Okay. When you're born, you look for mom's face. When you look at the moon, you see a face. And if you look at a tree long enough, I guarantee you, you're going to see a face because we want to see faces. So with your face on the camera and you're telling somebody something in 15, 30, 45 seconds that is of value to them, you have now created a piece of content that is super valuable to a lot of people that they could actually potentially take action on or comment on or save on, right? So I don't do the bubble pointing and the dancing stuff. Like I don't see any value in that. Like I, I, I see the value in- <laughs> I've always, I see that and I'm like, it's clever. I was like, I, I don't think I'm gonna do it, but you know, I mean, we're spending yeah, forever. Hey, it's uh, just not for me, right? If you can, if you, if you same, like that, good. that's great. I think most people that point at the bubbles have something really important to say, but they're afraid to say it. It's a lot of fear-based uh, issues. So as a musician, I've always thought I would love it if my songs were good enough to hold up for like a hundred years, right? Somebody in the future finds an album and they put it on and the song holds up. Well, I think about huh. that with my content as well. Now I have children and how cool would it be if you could go back and see your parents, what they did, you know, years later um, from a legacy standpoint, right? And so I, when I set out to make a piece of content, I don't think the bubble pointing is gonna last. I don't think the trending audio is gonna last, but what I do think is gonna last are really good stories and valuable, valuable based content will live on forever. So when people ask me, hey, how many hashtags should I use? It's irrelevant. Hashtags just categorize your content. What trending audio should I use? It's irrelevant. If, if, if you're using trending audio and you're not doing the trend, it's irrelevant, right? So, you know, trends to me are fading and storytelling is legacy. And so that's my philosophy. And not everyone's going to agree with that, but I think that most people have these unique stories and lives and value to give, but they don't ever tell the people because they're worried about somebody saying something about their appearance or their speech or their this or that. And the truth of the matter is, is that nobody's just sitting around waiting to tear you down. There are trolls, and that's a whole nother story. But for the most part, people don't watch you. They're thinking their thoughts. They might be hungry. They might have to go to the bathroom. They're not like dissecting you, right? So to get sure. on camera just takes a little courage and, and to know that what is the worst possible thing that could happen? Like what's the worst possible thing that could happen, right? The worst possible thing that could happen in my opinion is you go viral for something stupid and then you're the guy that his pants fell down on the escalator for the rest of your life. I'd much rather make sure that I'm putting myself out there where I get to tell people what I'd like to be known for. Right. So there's an opportunity cost 
when you break that down. So there's a couple of great things about video and, and listen, video isn't going anywhere. The best we're going to get at this point is maybe artificial reality, but that's years away. So if you're looking sure. for the biggest opportunity right now, it is short right form video content. Real quick, we're not quite done yet, but I want people to know how to get a hold of you. So how do people get a hold of you on IG or however? Yeah. So Instagram is the best place to find me. I am all in on Instagram. It's at Travis Brown. And listen, if you want the uh, 10,000 follower blueprint book that uh, Taylor's talking about, just send me a DM that says PM22. It stands for podcast movement. So Paul, Mary, 22. It will automatically send you the download to my book, which is a blueprint of how you can go from zero to 10,000 followers. Now, there's no wacky shortcut BS hacks in there. This is foundational information on how you can put out great content, use the mediums the right way and use the platform the right way to actually build a following, okay? Actually build a, a, a raving fans, lunatics that just love you, okay? So when you see this book, that is the exact way we teach at Social Boom, which is our creator community, right? So we help coaches- Great yeah. segue. You said before me, I was going to say, all right, now, question, you know, <laughs> let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. So uh, we have a creator community where we teach the foundations of specifically social media growth and then turning your expertise into a product. Okay. And the way that we do that is we have three coaching calls a week. We have a Facebook community and we have what's called our Insta Boom Accelerator. Now, the accelerator program is broken down day by day, step by step, because the worst possible thing you could do is buy Taylor's new book and read the whole thing and then don't do anything with it. Right. And then just read another book. You don't need more information. What you need is action, okay? So we break it down so you learn one thing and then we expect you to apply it. And then you learn another thing and you apply it. And what happens after you do that for a few days, weeks, it compounds and you're starting to see all these results because you're slowing down to speed up. So before you buy the next course, the next book, I want you to think about this. How could I get the most action out of the book, not the most knowledge out of the book. Okay. Because knowledge is completely useless without action. So we've broken down that program and it's all workbook based. I cannot tell you how many courses I've bought where it's like, here's 10,000 hours of video. I'm like, I don't have 10,000 hours to watch videos. Like give me spoon, feed me spoon, feed me so I can take action. So it's a great community. Uh, we help creators, entrepreneurs, authors. We have real estate agents, chiropractors, and it's the greatest creator community in the world because we don't just throw you behind a paywall. We actually show up in a collaborative way to help you through your journey. So the best part about this, Taylor, is that most of these social media gurus, and I'm very anti-guru, if you haven't picked that up yet, um, they're going to charge you five to $10,000 for something like this. Our program is $297 a year. Okay. Because we want you to win. We want you to have this information. It shouldn't be hid behind a paywall. And so to the beginning of my story, when I was, you know, doing podcasts, teaching podcasting, everyone wanted to know how to grow an audience and monetize it. And now that's, I'm giving the people what they want. <laughs> it's beautiful. I know it's, it, it's, ton, it's, it's tons of fun. I'm sure you, you love being in leading, you know, obviously I can tell you're passionate about, you know, the community that you built and that, that you're able to coach and watch the successes from. And I think uh, most people want that, you know, 
Yeah. My whole goal in life is to have my, my students be more successful than I am. Like, I think any good coach is like, you know, they've achieved something and they're going to catapult you further than that. And I absolutely love it. You know, I am an extrovert, right? So it's easy for me to like, be like, Hey, it's Travis. Right. Um, but my goal in life, like does a million dollars sound nice? Sure. But millions of impact sounds a lot better because like I said, you know, I have a car, I have a house, I have a family, I have everything I need. There's not really much like more dollars in a bank account somewhere. Isn't going to fulfill me as much as unblocking you from reaching your potential. That's, that's the, that's what makes my brain and heart tick. Love it. I'm getting pulled over in my, in my own house. <laughs> 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 it's wild um all right so you are the coach the mentor I, I, i'm curious three times a week all right is this um how many are the coach is it one-on-one is it, you said your partner i'm giving a shout out dan dan thomas is that right yeah yeah so the the calls are all group so you know one-to-one one is great and it's great if you want to go fast to have a mentor but we've found based on our own experience that you know, even in our own experience of being in masterminds and things like that is that you can learn so much from other people's journey as well. And so I feel oh, yeah. like with the group element, like you may not get one-on-one -on -one attention, but even if you're just a wallflower, you're going to learn a ton from other people's experiences and community. Yeah. And I know you're huge in community, right? You've got the magazine, you do the mastermind. That is like the core of your business because you yeah. are able to have not only the opportunity to help those people, but there's collaborators, there's future employers and employees in that group. There's possibly love matches. You have no idea the, po the possibilities when you put a bunch of people together. So uh, I love that you're community focused and that's why we do it the way we do it. Do you, uh, how about you? Do you have a coach or mentor? Absolutely. I've, I've had, uh, the best investments I've ever made in my life are through mentorship. So, um, I've always invested in things like uh, mastermind groups. So I'm in a software mastermind right now. Um, me and Dan we're, we're partners, but we actually coach each other, right? We, we know how to help each other out. I've hired, I've done high ticket co coaching courses. I've done other masterminds. Every time I invest in something, it, it, I get 10 X the result, right? So if you're yeah. thinking about joining Taylor's mastermind group, you're going to get results, right? If you're thinking about joining anything, if you, if you put your effort in, you will get way more in. And, you know, listen, I went to college. I graduated from college. Okay. And I worked two jobs for five years to pay off my student loans. And I'm glad I did. Right. It was a good experience, but trying and failing and then getting back up and trying and failing is worth way more than the hundred grand that I spent on college. Right. It's, it's, that's where it's all at. And I truly believe that getting a mentor, uh, e even if it's virtual or like a coaching program is so much more valuable than college at this particular point, because you will actually leave with something that you could turn into money where college, you get a piece of paper and it's like, see you later. Right. So, yeah. um, you, you're going to get out of this life, what you invest in yourself. And, and that's the knowledge in real estate. That's the, that's your network, right? The mastermind group, that's uh, the magazine allowing you to connect with other people in the, the industry. Right. And that's where you should be investing your energy. Yeah. So, you know, people, you're always going to get beat down life. You know, it's going to throw a curveball. Like it, those, these things happen, you know, and, and, and you know, hopefully you're, I, I love, I love what you said earlier about, um, about being able to, 
or like the way you articulate shit i had a good point where the hell was i going with that uh i think you're gonna say that i'm not afraid to fail say that again not afraid to fail yeah well okay so yeah the try okay i got it back the scientist right you know it's an experiment thank you yes <laughs> but so what are some of your biggest challenges on the beginning you know side of things and you know how, how did you how'd you overcome a man like yeah, so I mean, every day, <laughs> here's the weird thing. Everyone thinks that like being your own boss is a really sexy job. But the reality of that is that once you leave a job and become self-employed, instead of having other people to filter problems to, all the problems are yours. So basically every day of my life, I expect that I'm going to fix a problem because it's my business. I'm the boss. I'm the employee. I'm potentially the customer, right? So if you can, uh, if you can just basically say that for the rest of my life as an entrepreneur, all I have to do is just overcome the obstacles, then it's a different look than, oh my God, everything's going wrong. Listen, you know, iOS 14, the update basically killed my Facebook advertising business. I was doing, I was running, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand dollars worth of ads and selling a ton of e-commerce products. The second they released that, done like the oh, faucet shit. got turned off right and that happened to every e-commerce business not just mine so so there therein lies the change and then you have to figure out a new strategy right when i was building a mobile app i had no idea how to do it right there were so many things but at the end of it I had a beautiful mobile app that works great. And I have hundreds of subscribers that, you know, get me residual passive income every month. So, you know, problems are actually veiled opportunities. They're either feedback yeah. on why something sucks and how you can fix it. They're opportunities to optimize your business. There's no such thing as passive income. I don't care what you say. I have rental properties Yes, it's passive income until the refrigerator explodes. And then it's my problem, right? Until the toilet yeah. overflows and stains the ceiling. There's no real thing. There's nothing really passive about anything. So that that lifestyle, that dream is unattainable. You have to be ready to go, okay, what's the problem today? All right, how do I fix it? Move on. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole game. That's the game. I love the game. It's a, it's a fun game. If you figure out how to make it fun. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, that's a good point, Taylor, is there is an element of, you know, like I make video content because it's the best part of my day. I love making video content. Right. It took me a while to get there, but it's it's something I love. Right. And, you know, spreadsheets. I hate spreadsheets, but, you know, it's part of the game and I have to do the spreadsheet. So <laughs> as long as there's something to look forward to, then you'll always have something good in your day. Respect. Well, hey, before we get out of here, a couple last questions, um, just short answers. First thing that comes to your mind, you know, what's, uh, and I might not know because I'm not, you know, I'm in Houston and I'm not around the corner from you. So what's your, but what's your favorite restaurant? Okay. And maybe I'll come visit, you know, where, where I go, which favorite restaurant, what do you like to eat there? Favorite restaurant is called Oshaval and it is a, it is the best cheeseburger in the world. Okay. It's in, it's downtown Chicago. If you're going to go there, get there 30 minutes before they open because, yeah. There's a line out the door every day. They make uh, they make their own ice cream and root beer for root beer float. And the cheeseburger is absolutely phenomenal. My favorite spot in Chicago. That's the type of food that I like seek out on Sundays. <laughs> yes. That's the go, go ham day. Um, what's the last book you read? The last book I read. Or oh, favorite. wow. Or favorite? Yeah. 
My favorite book, I, I've, I've honestly reduced my book intake because I'm like self-helped out. I'm good enough, right? Like I don't, <laughs> I don't need to be any better. But my all-time favorite book is by an author named Derek Sivers. Uh, it's called Anything You Want. And it's about how he built a company called CD Baby and helped musicians be able to sell their music. This is kind of before Apple Music came out and Spotify came out. And he, it's a quick read. It's the best book. If you want to be inspired in your business, highly recommend it. And again, name of it? Anything you want. Sweet. What's your dream fake K? Oh, uh, I want to go to the Great Pyramids in Egypt. Um, yeah, that's that's the that's at the top of my bucket list. And then um, there's also a there's also this pilgrimage. It's called the the Full Camino, and you you go. It's thirty days of hiking, and you hike from France to Spain. And so, at some point in my life. Me and my wife and my kids, when they're old enough, we're going to go do this. And basically you just stay at hostels through, through the, the journey, but you, you do the same pilgrimage that it's either the people from France or Spain did way back in the day. Respect. Gotcha. You going to ride a camel if you go to see the pyramids? What's that? A camel? Yeah. A camel? Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it. All right, what else? No, I'm not going there to ride the damn camel, but same thing. It's like if I'm there, I may as well. Um, what else I got for you? What's the best advice you ever got? Who gave it to you? Uh yeah. So uh very early on in my uh my working career, somebody told me that the key to having a good reputation is to do what you say you're going to do. Okay. So if you tell somebody you're going to meet them, don't cancel at the last minute. If you tell someone you're going to get something done, you know, have a considerate done mindset. So do what you say you're going to do. And people will always think of you in the highest regard. And I think that that's true for everything you do in every aspect of life, not just work. Yeah. So much power in that. So much power in that. Love it, man. Um, all right. Last time before I get us out of here, uh, one more time, how can people uh, get a hold of you? Yeah. So just find me on Instagram at Travis Brown, T-R-A-V-I-S-B-R-O-W-N. Um, I run my account. I'll respond to any DMs. Say hello. Send me a DM that says PM22 and you'll get my 10,000 uh, 10, follower blueprint book for free. And uh, yeah, come say, hey, I'm, I'm a social butterfly. So I love meeting new people, which is why I love meeting you at Podcast Movement. Even though when we were at all those parties, it was so loud. The music was so loud. It was almost impossible to have an actual conversation. But it was, I'm it was for sure. I'm super so, grateful. Can I ask your audience one favor before I go? 100%. Okay. If you don't have a podcast, you have no idea how hard it is to run a podcast, let alone do 133 episodes like our friend Taylor has. And the lifeblood, something that will make a podcaster's day is simply a review. And I'm not talking about just five stars. I'm talking about actually writing something about how this show has changed your life. So if you've gotten value from any episode that this show has released in 133 episodes plus... Just take five minutes today and go write an honest review. It will make Taylor's day because he has to book guests, show up to the guests, produce the podcast, go live. And it's a free thing that you can do to show your appreciation for our man for putting this show on. Travis, appreciate you saying that, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work, you gotta grind it out. And that, that, that's where, that's where, that's where, uh, that's where it is, but it's, uh, but it's labor of love and it is a ton of fun. So I, I, I appreciate that. 
Um, and then, and then, yeah. So, uh, the, what was the, what was the thing again? PM 2022 for just for PM 22 P PM 22. I yep. did it. I did it four weeks ago when he was on stage. And then, um, and then that, that night who, who sponsored that iHeartRadio? Yes. That was, yeah. that was fun. I wasn't expecting that. It's yeah. I, you know what I hear? Here, I'll, I'll say this before I sign this off. It was, uh, I, I thought it was really cool, you know, cause I'm in the real estate industry have been for 10 years and, and the realtors is this coveted, you know, spot, right. You know, the lenders and the title and the inspectors and the home warranty, like everybody it's like, Hey, 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 you know, like, uh, use me, Mr. Mr. Mrs. Realtor. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and <laughs> as a quote unquote, you know, podcaster, like I, I kind of felt that right with all the vendors and the exhibitors and everybody was, you know, like, because there's a lot of cool stuff and, and, and respect. It was just, it was, it was interesting, you know, kind of, kind of being on the other side, but anyway, iHeartRadio shout out to them because they, they obviously took care of all of us and it was, uh, yeah, it was they throw some killer parties. If you're interested oh, in podcast, podcast yeah. movements, a great place to go and listen, <laughs> any opportunity conference, have a good time. Yeah. Any opportunity you have to network with people is, is that's where all the business is done. That's all, all the relationships are made. And that's how I'm sitting here with you right now. Yeah, it's super, super powerful. Um, well guys, thank you so much for tuning in disruption nation. You know, it's a free platform or, you know, that we have guests on that are disrupting their space in a positive way. And I think you can tell obviously by the conversation and the track record and the history and the mindset and the knowledge on the videos that Travis Brown is really good at doing just that. So, um, and, and give us a subscribe. It costs you nothing, by the way, it's free. So, you know, we, we, we appreciate that. And, uh, we hope to see you soon. We dropped these used to be all the time. We just upped our frequency to a lot more than, uh, than once a week to, um, Anyway, just stay tuned. You'll, you'll, you'll see what we're putting out. But hey, Travis, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate it. And everybody else, we'll uh, see you next time. Thanks. Bye.